Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the 10th and Broad Church of Christ podcast. Today's message is presented by Ken Holsberry, the preaching minister at the 10th and Broad Church. Let's tune in now for Ken's message. Got a lot of moving parts this morning, so thank you for bearing with us, but I think you're going to be really blessed. And I'm blessed already this morning. I'm thankful for, we talk about men who lead us in worship. I'm thankful for men who lead us in worship. And uh, I'm thankful for uh, the time that is spent to pick songs that, uh, that carry the theme that we're talking about, and that's freedom, and that there's power. Because Jesus has the desire and the power to set us free. That's what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. It is why Jesus came. And scripture says in John chapter 8 verse 36 that when Christ sets you free, you are really free. You are free indeed. As he gave his mission statement in Luke chapter 4, that's what he said he came to do. He came to set captives, to set prisoners free. And just as a recap, over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about the fact that we all need to be set free. Every single person on this earth needs to be set free by Jesus Christ. It's what he came to do because we all have stuff. That's the word I've chosen to use. We all have stuff in our life, even Christians. And Luke chapter 15 gives us a framework for how we gather and collect that stuff And sometimes it's like the lost coin. It's something that we lose. It's something that somebody takes away from us. It's something that that is gone and and, and that's, that's, that's baggage that we carry. It's stuff in our life. Sometimes it's like the the wandering sheep, the lost sheep. We get stuff in our life because we wander away. We wander away from God. We wander away from His plan. We wander away from obedience to Him. And when we do that... It's inevitable that we're going to get stuff in our life. Sometimes it's like the the lost son. And we get stuff in our life just simply because we rebel against God. It's not that we wandered away. It's that we chose. We just decided, I'm going to do things my own way. And when we do that, we gather a lot of stuff in our life. But even sometimes it's like the oldest son. And this is one that I think maybe more of us can relate to and that is, we get stuff in our life because even though we're with the Father and even though we're, we're working, we, we begin to believe lies about God. We begin to believe things that end up not being true about God. And we get stuff in our life. And so we need freedom. We need Christ to set us free. We need Him to remove those things so that we can say no to sin because we really can. Romans 8 says we really can say no to sin. We're not going to be sinless, but we can sin less because he has come to set us free. And then last week we said that we have stuff in our life because we have an enemy. We have an enemy who's very, very real, who's very, very active in this world. Sometimes it's choices we make. Sometimes it's just the fact that we live in the world. But more than we know, I believe, the enemy gets a toehold, a foothold. He gets his claws just a little bit into our lives and he begins to have an effect on us. And he begins to to wear us down. And, And if we're not 
aware, and if we don't do some things that we need to do, he begins to oppress us. And we become captives and we become prisoners. Jesus has power over him. Jesus has the desire and the power to set us free. And that doesn't mean that there's a demon under every rock. Doesn't mean there's a demon behind every problem that you have. But I really do experience and see and scripture teaches that he's involved a lot more than I think we believe. And as a church, we're going to take seriously that enemy. And we're going to take seriously the power that Jesus has given us and the tools that scripture gives us to defeat that enemy and to live in freedom. And so today I want you to hear from someone who who has gone through this freedom in Christ course. And it's the course is just a tool. It's not about the course. It's about the Lord Jesus. But Jerry has gone through this course and she has experienced very real freedom in her life. And so, Jerry, if you want to go ahead and make your way here, Jerry is going to be a witness this morning. That's what scripture tells us to be. That's what Acts teaches us to be, that we are witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ. And so today she's going to be a witness to the reality that Jesus has the desire and he has the power to set us free. And I think and I know that you're going to be blessed by Jerry's testimony. And Jerry's nervous about doing this. This is this is new and different for her. I'm going to get out of y'all's way in just a second. But but she really does have a story to tell and is willing to tell it. And so, Jerry, I will turn it over to you. Oh, don't leave me. I'll, I'll sit right here beside you. <laughs> I'll sit yes, right here beside yes, you. Yes, please. Oh, my goodness. I, um, yes, I am nervous. Um, and I cannot believe... If I could hide this sin, <laughs> um, I would. I would absolutely not be telling this or telling anybody about it for the rest of my life. But God didn't do that. I mean, he allowed me to have a very obvious sin and of overeating and chasing after food most of my life. Um, <clears throat> all those songs just got to me. <laughs> I was doing really good this morning. Um but I am going to tell a couple of stories when I was little that we talked about. Um, so this started way early in my life. I can never remember a time when I wasn't struggling with this. And I don't know why. I was telling Jeff, I don't know why kids at school did not um, tease me or bully me. But I never was teased for my weight, which is amazing. <laughs> amazing. But um, um, I kind of became a drug dealer early on. <laughs> I would ride the school bus, and it would in, it would stop at the little tiny grocery store in the mountains. And I found out real early that if I traded my cool pens and erasers for money, I could go in and get candy. <laughs> when I was supposed to be on a diet, I was sneaking off buying candy and and making drug deals on the bus <laughs> with food. <laughs> and um, I don't mean to leave you all out. Um, and the other thing I would, um, my parents tried so hard. They were very loving, amazing. I mean, you, <laughs> you finally get an amen, huh? <laughs> but they were, they were, they were wonderful to me. I had a great childhood growing up in the mountains on an apple farm in New Mexico. Um, but we were always dieting and 
and they tried so hard to control my behavior. And um, and uh, anyway, one thing I would take tuna fish and rice cakes to lunch every day, and, and an apple. And kids would just feel so sorry for me because of my lunch stunk, and they'd be like. Here, take a Cheeto. Take a here. Can you want half of my bologna sandwich? <laughs> they were always feeling sorry for me, so I was always sabotaged, <laughs> and um, and I was all for it. So, um, one funny story. We have many funny stories. So I won't tell you. I'll just tell you one more funny story, and then and then I'll get more serious. But um, my mom was a health food nut, and that's why she's 93 and so healthy now. And I should have listened to her a long time ago. <laughs> And uh, so she decided that we were going to go see, uh, go to a health farm in California. And this guy, this doctor, was going to look into your eyes and tell you all that's wrong with you. So we went to this health farm, and it was going to have a pool and tennis courts. It's going to be wonderful in California. So we show up, and literally, it's a rundown hippie commune. <laughs> and it was like. The room that we stayed in was like a prison barracks, like with literally these wooden cots. And my grandma and I would sit in the afternoon on the little cot in her room and just shiver and go, why didn't we bring in a Dr. Pepper or a Snicker bar? <laughs> and every morning for breakfast, and this is not an exaggeration, I'm not kidding, they, we had raw eggs, literally just a raw egg and turnip greens. And my mom would go, oh, this is wonderful. Look at this wonderful. And we were just starving. My grandmother and I were just starving the whole week. And finally, at the end of the week, we went, we finally left. We survived the prison camp. And we drove straight to Lawrence Welk. You remember Lawrence Welk? And we went to the hotel and their big golf course. And we went to the restaurant for breakfast. And we each ordered a cinnamon roll. And it literally went over our plates. (laughs) And we ate every bite. (laughs) And that right there shows... The extremes of dieting and falling off the cliff. And um, as Jeff said, uh, that began my 40 years in the desert. <laughs> Quite literally. Um, anyway, I'll jump to the last couple of years. Um, when, I mean, all of you have seen me go through pain and with my leg and I need a hip surgery and all that. So you know all about that. Um, what you don't, What you don't know is our family... <clears throat> yeah. We need a cleaner. No, I got one in my pocket. I'm, ready. <laughs> I'm really okay. Um, but we we had a couple of family crises going on with our family and extended family, and it was like a grenade got thrown in us, and it was tough. And I do pretty good now, but with the pain that I went through, and we had just moved into our house and, and um, this grenade in our family. It was just a hard time. And, um, and I was desperate, really desperate. And so I, I talked to Ken and I asked if the elders and Ken and, and their wives would come and pray over me and anoint my head with oil. And, um, and I asked them to pray for three things for me. And um, and so one of them was this family crisis. I just prayed. You know, I just asked them. I am obsessed with this. I'm so obsessed. I couldn't sleep or eat. I just had a really rough time. 
you are so sweet. Thank you. Um, it was just a really hard time, and I couldn't, I couldn't stop worried about it. I couldn't stop obsessing about it. And, and so I just said, I really need to be able to pray and leave it at the Lord's feet. And, um, and then my other one was to be, you know, just healed from the pain. Because I felt like he could. He could do it. I mean, his arm is not short <laughs> in any way. And I believed he could. Um, and then the third thing was to help me with overeating and having self-control of food. And, um, and it says, you know, when you ask the elders to come pray over you and anoint your head with oil, you need to confess your sins. So, so I did. And, and ever since that night, I, I wasn't healed. Shucks. <laughs> but, um, but the thing that immediately happened was I was really able to pray to the Lord about this issue and leave it at his feet. And I'm not saying, just like now, if it brings up or I talk about it, I can't get emotional about it. But it, it helped me so much. And I know every single family in here has had grenades thrown in your life. And you may go, be going through one right now. And I, I, there's so much power in, in prayer and also in asking the elders to pray for you. I mean, I, I'm so thankful they did that. And so then the other thing was the self-control. And um, so that kind of leads me into taking freedom in Christ and the course. And um, it was, I want to say, it was so, I'm emotional. I'm telling you something very embarrassing for me. But it's a fun class. I thought it was a lot of fun. And the videos are fantastic. And Everyone that gives their testimony in the video, the thing that just amazed me was just how peaceful they were. Just so peaceful and calm. And like they really, with whatever they had gone through in their lives, they were really free in Christ. It was really amazing. So, um, and all the way through the class, we kept saying, um, this is so simple. Right? But we'd say it was so profound. And there were tools in it that were so helpful to me with the struggle that I've had, the stronghold I've had for a long time. And so I had, in the middle of the course, I went to um, have coffee with a friend. She's here. <laughs> and um, anyway, we were, we were visiting, and she hadn't eaten lunch. It was about 3 in the afternoon. She hadn't eaten lunch, so she was eating lunch. And I was just having a cup of coffee or something. And so um, at the end of it, well, we, we'd been there maybe an hour or two. And so this lady with a walker kind of came up to me. And, and when you have a walker, you know, you have a community. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so anytime, I mean, I, we're always like, yeah, we're walker girls, right? And so... So this lady came up to me, and I thought, oh, it's all going to be a story about the walker. Well, this lady came up to me, and she just went on and on. She just said, I have been watching you this whole time you've been talking, and I'm just amazed at your self-control. And I'm like, oh, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. You do not know me. I am the last person in this world with self-control. Like, that's a gift of the Holy Spirit I didn't get. 
is self-control. I, I, I may have some of the others, but I didn't get that one. You didn't give me that one. And she kept arguing with me. No, I, I watched you. I was so impressed. You had so much self-control. And I'm like, no, no, I didn't, I didn't. And then, um, anyway, said goodbye to my friend. And I got in the car, and I feel like the Holy Spirit just washed over me. It was such a moment because, <clears throat> sorry, but my identity has been so long, my whole life, that I don't have self-control. And she was right. She was right. God had given me that. Christ had already given me that, but I hadn't owned it. And I didn't believe it. And so that was really a beginning for me to say, no, I have an identity in Christ not through me, all through him. That is, he has given me all, all of his spirit. And he has given me self-control. And so that was a huge, huge moment. Anyway, I was going to tell next about the stronghold buster. I feel like I'm talking too much. That's why I asked you to be <laughs> Jeff told me if I rambled, he was going to go. Yeah, that was over. I shouldn't have done that. Anyway. (laughs) But anyway, we finished the class, I think, in November. And then it was like um, I'd had that epiphany from the Spirit. And then November, December, I just kept feeling like, wow, this is weird. You know, it's Christmas. And I mean, I barely ate any... um, Sugar cookies, and I, that's my favorite cookie, if anybody wants to know. Uh, <laughs> I really love a good sugar cookie. But I hardly ate any, and if I did, I just ate a little bit. It was just so bizarre, because I, I just noticed there was just such a difference. And this whole season of pain and walkers and shots and, um, you know, at first when this all started, it was such a shock that I couldn't, I couldn't sit for over five minutes in the car I had to get out pop my hip and people were pulling over saying are you having a heart attack and I'm like oh no I'm just popping my hip and um it was just such a thing and I really felt God I really honestly felt God was punishing me and and I know up here that's not true but I I felt it in my heart and I was struggling but now after this whole period of time I feel like he he loves me deeply he has mercy on me and I feel like if he'd helped me lose right away to have my surgery, and I'm still losing, still still working these things out, um, I don't know that I would have changed. you know. And so I feel like he's blessing me by this long, crazy process that I have to tell everybody over and over every day, yes, I have to lose 40 more pounds to get a surgery. And, and it's something I would never have talked about before, but now I have to say it and maybe coming out of the dark and out of this double life into the light has been a huge blessing for me. And even though it's just bizarre. <laughs> um, and you were going to say something about the stronghold buster because I was doing that and that's part of what helped me. One of the tools that we learn in the course is something they call a stronghold buster and that comes from uh, scripture in, in the letter uh, to Corinth and uh, that Satan builds up strongholds in our life. Um, some of these things since childhood and there's some tools from scripture mm-hmm. that we can use to break down those stronghold busters and one of the uh, 
images that they use that I think is so powerful, and I know it has been for you too, is that whenever a strong wall has been built, and then you bring a big wrecking ball in, you begin to pound that wall, and you may not see any damage to that wall for a number of times, but every single time that you're pounding that wall, and and this is with Scripture and with prayer and with the Holy Spirit, you are weakening it until one day, and you want to give up, and you think nothing's happening, but one day... That there are, a crack will show up, and if you keep going, one day that wall, that stronghold, can be torn down, and you've experienced that in yes, your life. Very much, very much, and that's that November, December, January. I was really feeling that. My body is still slow about losing. I've never behaved so well in my whole life, and it's then it's like just barely losing a little bit, a little bit, and so I did want to be very open with everyone. I went on Mount Jero, the shot, because I just need help losing, I guess, with the insulin resistance and my age. It's just been really hard. Um, and so that has helped me lose a little bit more, a little bit easier. Still not really easy, but um, but over time, you know, I feel like I do want to tell you all that because God has given common knowledge to all men. And I think medical things can be such a huge blessing and sometimes in the church we we say oh no you can't have any medicine you just just christ and i i'm not counting anything different from just christ but when he gives us help that i feel like it's been a huge blessing from him and and i want other people to know that they have to take medicine for depression or blood pressure or whatever that's a very important thing i think you know, and I think you were, when we were talking before, that it's from the heart. Like, you can change behaviors, but really it comes down to the heart. Well, I think that's the power of your story. And it's what I've heard you say this morning, but I just want to reiterate it. Is that the freedom that Christ gave you is in your mind mm. and in your heart. And that he gave you the gift of self-control. Yes. Um, the, the, the world we live in, you still have to have hip surgery. You still mm-hmm. want to lose more weight than you've mm-hmm. lost. But that doesn't negate the real freedom that you mm-hmm. are experiencing. Right. And the peace that right. you saw in their lives when they gave their testimony, right. we're seeing in you. Right. Exactly. And I, I, I hope that um, one thing I do want to get across is... Um, um, you know, don't sign up for this class just to help Ken or for Shauna and me. It's not about us. If three people come, I mean, that would be great. And we'll have a fantastic time. But really the reason why I was willing to share all my junk <laughs> is that um, I just think it would be good for every single person, every Christian. I wish I'd had this when I was a teenager, these tools. It would be have been so, so helpful. And so it's for everyone. It's whether you are struggling with fears or depression or anxiety or resentment or unforgiveness. I mean, they hit every every subject. And I also want to tell you, too, just because I'm up here sharing all my junk and my stuff, um, one thing I loved about the class was that it is between you and God. And so in the class, it's a video it's fun. They, it's a lot of cartoons and, and in the book and cartoons, but they make it fun and interesting and it's just very professional. But 
you don't have to come to class and share all your stuff. Because sometimes, just like some crises that we've had in our family, it is none of your business. I don't want you to know all my stuff. And, and I can only share some of that with people that are very, very um, close to me and that I trust. So when you come to class, you can share what you want, but you don't have to. It's not, that is not a requirement. And I, I, th- I just wanted them to know that. And I also wanted to just say one more thing. This is going off script just a little. He'll get me. But um, our crisis was not anything to do with our marriage. <laughs> and I wanted to say, my man is, he's a great, great man. So I didn't want anybody to think it was our marriage that was a crisis. And I would follow him all over the world. Wherever he goes, I would follow. Yeah. Oh, actually, I have. Yeah. <laughs> And and I guess my last thing would be to say, um, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a big addiction. I mean, I mean, I've just gone ridiculous with this, you know, but um, the pain that I've had to go through to correct it is is kind of extreme. Um, if it's just, if you, I would say, if if we could ask every single person here to raise your hand. If you, I'm not asking you to do it. I'm just saying if we did, to raise your hand, if you are like on fire for the Lord, like super on fire, I mean, if you could honestly raise your hand right today and say that, then I would say don't come to this class. <laughs> but if there is a little something in your life, in your heart, that is you're feeling like you're in sludge a little bit, um, it would be so helpful and so encouraging to you. Like it was to me. So, thank you, Jury. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Just squeeze. There you go. Well, I love this lady, and I love this family, and I'm thankful for uh, Jury being willing to share her story. And I'm thankful for what Jesus has done in her life. I'm thankful for what Jesus has done in my life. I'm thankful for what he is doing in your life. I want to give you a couple of details and then I want to end the, the, the time. Uh, just some details about the class. The class is going to begin this Wednesday night. There's a men's class and a ladies class. We have a, we have a really great uh, sign up already. Um, and so I'm thankful for those who've already done that. You can sign up by going online. You go to our webpage and there's a, a link there, a button, whatever the terminology you use is for you to click on that and need you to go ahead and do that before Wednesday. Um, and you'll, you'll pay $10 there for the book. If that's a problem, come talk to me, but we don't want anybody not to come, but pay $10 for the book. And you'll receive the book Wednesday when you come to class. The class is open to anyone and to everyone. But once the class starts, it won't be open anymore. And what I mean by that is it'll be a closed group once the group starts. It won't be something you can come in and out of. So if it's something you want to do, you need to go ahead and sign up and be ready to come and get started this Wednesday night. It'll be from 6.30. It'll start a little earlier, 6.30. It'll go to 8. We do have child care from 6.30 to 7.00. And then the kids can go to class. And so that, that is taken care of. It's 11 weeks long. And uh, 
and just uh, hope and pray that if it's something you feel like the Lord's leading you to do, that you would that you would that you would come and experience in your life, however it is God needs to work in your life, that He would give you uh, His freedom. I really appreciate what Chuck uh, did, and and I remember that song very well. That Jesus comes to our rescue. He's a freedom fighter. He comes to our rescue. And there is power in the blood. And so one of the ways that Christ sets us free is that he, he saves us from our sin. When we confess his name, when we believe and trust him and put our faith in him, then he saves us and we are baptized and he washes our sins away. We are, we are clean and we are, we are free and we are saved. And so if that is something that you need and that you want and that you're ready for, I hope that you will not let this day go by that you don't make that decision and take that step and begin to experience Christ in your life. But there is a reality that we continue to live in this world. And as long as we live in this world, there's three things that stand against us. Our own self, we're our own worst enemy most of the time. We live in a world that is ruled by the spirit of the air, Satan. And he is active and just the ways of the world come against us. And then the third is Satan himself and his demons. And so as long as we live in this world, even though we are in Christ, we just get attacked and we get stuff stuck to us and in our life and it wears us down and it beats us down and it causes us to doubt and it manifests itself in a lot of different ways. And we find ourselves in sin. And again, Romans 8 has taught us that we really can say no to sin and this learning these tools and learning These steps really is a way that you can beat the power of Satan in your life, beat your own sinful nature and flesh, beat the ways of the world and walk in the freedom that Christ has given us. And so if that is something that you're ready for and something you're interested in and something you're willing to work for because it requires work, uh, then I hope that you will not pass up the opportunity to go ahead and sign up for this course. I appreciate you and I love you and I want to pray for you. Father, I cannot thank you enough that you have loved us so very much that you did not just give us over to our sin, our wandering, our lostness, our rebellion, that you did not just give up on us, but you have pursued us. That you have pursued us with yourself, with your your very own son. And that he came into this world because you love us so that he could save us. And that even when he left, you sent another part of yourself, the Holy Spirit, to be with us and in us, to seal us, Put your mark on us that we belong to you to give us help and strength and energy and power. So you've just gone to incredibly great lengths, Lord, 
to rescue us and to ensure that we walk in freedom and full of life. And I pray for that over every single person in this room, every person watching online. I pray, Father, that you would bless us with salvation, with life, with full freedom, with peace, with all of the fruit of your spirit. I pray that you would come to each person. As we've sang this morning, where we have need, we look to you, Lord, for resources, for help. So I pray this morning that you would come and that you would do business with each and every person here as we pray and as we sing. Amen.